Adrian Rhodes is the uh, president of the European Association for Psychotherapy. He's a psycho psychoanalytic psychotherapist in Manchester and knows quite a little bit about um, self-psychology of Heinz Kohut. Um, thank you very much for the talk, Adrian. That was absolutely fantastic. It was a wonderful hour, wonderfully engaging and very dynamic. And you, didn't, you decided against using a microphone, which I thought was brilliant, that you could actually be yourself and stand there and, and jump around and be wonderfully enthusiastic. It was excellent to watch. Um, tell me a little bit about... Heinz Kohut and a little bit about that development of self. Well, he started off as a very traditional psychoanalyst and leader of the psychoanalytic movement in the United States. Uh, but he realized that he was working from theory rather than from listening to his patients. And as he got to listen to his patients, he realized that they were telling a different story from the one that he was hearing. And paying attention to them, he, um, he started to think about how how do I learn about myself as I grow and change? How do I become myself from that little bundle of uh, crying baby that I was when I was born? So his, th his theories were really just about human development and, and how we, um, how we make, our, make our, opinions, our opinions about ourselves. Yes, indeed. He said that... Uh, uh, which was a break from the uh, received um, psychoanalytic tradition, he realized that um, relationships were extremely important for the young child and that the young child needs different sorts of relationships in order to learn about himself or herself in the world. And at a very early stage, he really just not, doesn't have a sense of who he or she is and therefore needs someone who will really reflect back at him who, in whose eyes he will see himself or herself. Uh, and those mirrors um, tell the child who they are. Um, but as things develop and as they change, they move out into the world and find exciting and interesting things which will inspire them. And so they then need, find others who will be ideal objects or idealized people that they will wish to become like, um, develop into. And so this is a different um, uh, focus of the self. One is to do with what I'm made of, and the other is to do with what I might become. And somewhere, all of us are uh, in, in that arc of possibility from one to the other. Of course, if, if we don't get those reliable sorts of people uh, or settings to show us those things, then we can't really develop into... Uh, we, we can't really understand who we are we get a fragmented or limited sense of who our self is. And this is where the therapist then comes in? Absolutely, because in therapy, the person um, idealises the therapist or uh, wants the therapist to idealise them. One way or the other, they are searching for something from the therapist. They're searching for the therapist to be the person that they missed or the, the ref reflecting or idealised person they didn't really have. And so the way they treat the therapist will show us um, where the deficit lies within them and therefore within the framework of the therapy and how that develops, uh, we can uh, begin to um, provide something along those lines for them and also stretch their view of who they are and who they might be um, in the world as well as paying attention to the material that they bring about their day-to-day -day life. So Cohort's theories, although stemmed originally from something very psychodynamic, 
really almost goes against that grain. Well, I think there has been a general, um, very long-term move from the strict Freudian drive theory, which basically seemed to suggest that we are biological creatures with drives that um, are played out in the world. And there's always been a tension between that and the view that says the world, we, li we live in a particular world amongst particular people, and that will affect each one of us. So Kohut is one of those who has um, argued for that development to take part alongside drive theory. And this is why the use of empathy as, as a tool for, almost a diagnostic tool to collect data. Exactly a diagnostic tool to, to, to collect data. I think he, he was much misunderstood in his speaking about um, empathy because people seemed to, or people felt that he was describing something along the lines of sympathy or along the lines of being forgiven, forgiving or identifying with a patient. And he was saying none of those things. It was a, a very clinical way of uh, getting data, but instead of data from objective experience, the therapist looks subjectively into his or her own response to the patient. And in their own response to what's going on, um, they find real clinical evidence of what the experience of the patient is. If this rings true with a lot of people, where would you recommend that they go to get more information? There are um, international uh, societies which promote cohorts thinking, both from Chicago, uh, where he was um, prominent um, um, before he died, of course, and, uh, but also in New York. Um, there's a small um, band of people in the UK who follow um, cohorts thinking and self-psychology. Um, and um, a selected bibliography on uh, Cohort's view about the development of the self will also be, some of it, quite easy reading, some more difficult. <laughs> and Google will always be our friend to find these books. Uh, I think Google uh, has a lot to answer for, not, <laughs> not least being not too inaccurate about uh. some of the things that we need to search. Adrian, thank you very much indeed. It's been, it's been a won wonderful opportunity to talk to you. And a tremendous thank pleasure you. for me. Take care. Bye.